more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun. It is five minutes after six here on High Tide. Uh, if you're heading out today, it's going to be an interesting one out on the water. Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay as northerly, 10 to 15 knots shifting southerly, 20 to 30 knots in the evening. Seas below a metre offshore, northerly, 20 to 30 knots. That's sporty. Tending north to northeasterly in the late afternoons, wind shifting southerly in the late evening. Seas 1.5 to 2 metres swell, a northeaster around about 1 metre. They are expecting and forecasting a potential thunderstorm later on, Mr Blake. Yeah, there's a 30% chance from about 3 o'clock onwards of, of a storm. But only a 10% chance of that. Okay. 10% or 30%? Mm. Okay. Now, speaking of 10% or 30%, carrots, tips for the day. Yes. yes. Race all I at think, Rose Hill. I hope the probability is a bit higher than 30%. Randwick or Rose Hill today? Randwick. Randwick. Rand- Royal Randwick. Kieran's awake. Yeah, he's awake. Race 6, Back number 9, I'm in to win. Race seven, number eight, Rustic Steel. And race eight, number five, Recommendation. Okay, Kieran, Mark Benazniak right, online. My recommendations are uh, you pair have a look at your phone because I did send you the information about <laughs> what Mr. Mark Benazniak wants to talk about. Hey, Blakey, get the gaff. Get the gaff. Got Mark Benazniak, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Oh, we're good. We got Kieran fired up. You can't be you can't be any happier than that. Well, that's that's it. We, and Kieran, it, where is it on the phone? I haven't oh, got, I it. got it either. But anyway, let, let, it has, I, I never got it because it said it went to you. No, it didn't. <laughs> I said it with it, it went before what the schedule was. And you'll see a little fish in a bloke's palm of his hand. All, all it says is a few waterfalls down between life and extension from one of Australia's invasives. Oh, okay. that's it. Ask Mr. Benaziak what that is about. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. But anyway, anyway, there's, there are people out there, there are people out there attacking fishermen again. And there's a man that does fly the flag for us in a very, very good way. Mark, what's been going on? Oh, look, it's... Um we, we we came across a, an article by um, a mob called the Invasive Species Council, and they they've had a long history of um, attacking attacking recreational hunters um, by I guess pushing pushing for aerial culling and you know aerial non discriminate poisoning of, of of animals that we like to you know hunt and utilise for, for protein, and now they've put out. An article um, basically attacking recreational fishing, um, in particular, going after um, you know, our you know, popular fish species like brown trout and rainbow trout. Recognising that they are an introduced species, um, they're trying to paint the picture that you know, they're the sole reason why you know, a, a, a species of, of, of Galaxis that sort of hangs out in the Cosy Australia National Park. Um, is is endangered now, and you know, totally, you know, totally disregards you know other other factors. You know, makes very little mention of you know redfin and carp, which we know are also very aggressive um, introduced species. Redfin in particular, um, you know, really you know as a species doesn't give our native fingerlings a, a chance to survive. 
Um, they're quite ferocious, and we know they hang out in that same area. Um, yeah, totally ignores carp. You know, totally makes no mention of, I guess, introduced plant species either, uh, which is an issue. So, um, yeah, it's a very, very biased, very biased article, and and yeah, my concern is that you know that, that they're angling to have a, have another crack at poison, you know, dumping poison, you know, in our rivers to to target fish species, which we've known, which we know that they like to do. So it's yeah, it's a bit of a worry when you you've got a a, a group like this. Yeah, I'd uh, never heard of them before. They're, they're just no, look, they, they're a bit of they're a bit of a sleeper cell for most people. But um, sounds like they might be self-titled. They, <laughs> yes, they they attract a lot of um, attract, attract a lot of government funding, and they yeah, they're very. Uh, very how, how do these fringe? And very small minorities get all this funding all the time, where the majority does not get the funding. Oh, look, it's, it's a question we keep asking, question that we keep asking, asking the government uh, as well. They seem to have buried themselves in uh, like a bit like a tick, and yeah, they get money from quite a few of the state governments and federal governments, and all they seem to want to do is push, um, you know. As I said, aerial culling of animals and indiscriminate poisoning. Um, you know, they seem to like poisoning so much. You wonder whether they've got any shares in the company that produced the poisons. But we know that they um, poisoning of uh, the, the water to target fish species was done in Victoria about 20 years ago and didn't work. I think they used rodent. I think it was a rodent-owned poison 20 years ago to yeah. try to protect. Um, spotted tree frogs and didn't work. You know, um, you know, we know we we know the trout are a, are a pretty hardy species and and will survive. Um, you know, they you know you, you can't you can't build barriers against them. Um, um, they just swim. They can just swim up them, and um, so it's you know. That they are, yeah. They they may compete for our native species, but it's, you know, I, I would dare say they're here to st- here to stay. Here to stay, yeah, true. And and and, le- and at least unlike carp, there is a recreational um, market for them. Yes, but um, what's going to happen yeah. with carp? Are they they're still talking about bringing in the herpes? I saw something the other day. Yeah, it went. It sort of went quiet on on that for a while, and yeah, it's only sort of just yeah, like like you, I only heard. A couple of days ago, that they're still still working on it. Yeah, you know, I think that's a, a problematic solution. Problematic solution as well, and I think people are rightly concerned about you know introducing you know diseases into into the waterway and whether there's any, you know whether there's chances that it, it unintended consequences. Yeah, yeah there's only so much you can do. To... There's, it's you know there's. You can't unscramble some of those eggs. Yeah, no, know. that's right. Um, and I think people are rightfully worried about that. Just like you know, proposing to dump poison in rivers and and yeah, you know, that you say will only target select species. Well, we know, you know, a lot of these poisons don't. And then, then there's a yeah, you know, the secondary and tertiary consumption of of uh, of these uh, poisons as well. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you got to look at the river system as a whole, and and to ignore introduced plant species is 
is also an issue. So in you know, all on the the Murray River, you've got three of the most <laughs> worst aquatic weeds, uh, uh, you know, recognised by the world. You've got the hyacinth, uh, which <laughs> is number number one. You've got willow, um, which you know is apparently uh, responsible for increasing salinity in our in our in our rivers because it doesn't draw out the, the salt from those bottom layers. It draws it out from a higher layer. Um, and you've got the, the, the lipia, or the lipia, um, which is another another weed that's prominent, and that causes issue. Um, and a lot of those introduced plants are, are deciduous, so they drop their leaves. Um, yeah, it would cause, cause more issues in terms of blue-green, blue-green algae build-up in our river systems, which is a big issue for our fish. So just looking at the brown trout or the rainbow trout and saying, oh, well, they're the sole, they're the sole problem or they're the major problem uh, is, okay. yeah, is, is problematic. Okay. No worries, Mark. And are you shut down for Christmas now or are you still working all the way through? Oh, um, we've finished sitting week. Our last sitting week was last week, but I've still got some committee work um, <laughs> this week and, and next week. So I should I should be... Officially shut down and, and turned off at the end of end of next week, hopefully. Okay. Well, no worries. We'll try and talk to you before Christmas. No, no problems at all, guys. Have a good one. Okay, thanks very much. Mark Benaziak, yeah, Chief Fishers and Farmers Party for the Upper House of New South Wales Parliament. Mm. We're going to take a break. Back with more of Hot Tide. On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Oh, what I call the Talking Sport Melbourne Cup. What's the distance? 100 metres, no, no handicap conditions. Seriously, old blokes and calves and hammies, it, it's uh, just nut. Graham, no. I'm not spending the night in hospital, no. No chance. There goes your market, Honda, all right? Oh, jeez, I, I don't know, have to invent something else now. That went down the tube for a while, didn't it? Weekdays from three. Simplest way is, you know, in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s, everything was like you've done cocaine or you've done this or you've done that. These days they run around with the, oh, no, no, he's, it's a metabolite that bends a lot line. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Can I just quickly send a cheerio to, uh, not that he's listening, because he runs the London Stock Exchange, Michael Liner, great wallaby former. Um, just pulling that one out. Uh, Michael Liner running the London Stock Exchange. He does. He's a CEO. Um, so it's a fair job. wonder why we call him the top. Anyway. 13, 12, 69. Talking Sport. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. And this summer, let Cobram Estate be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better this summer with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. 
Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670-8888. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan and Grant in the studio, Kieran online. But let's go and we'll find out what Kieran's been up to, truthfully, from Swanee and Yvonne. Morning, Swanee. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Has the old fella been behaving himself? Yeah, I don't like this mower business. Why would he get it fixed when he's got Swanee's free mowing service? <laughs> he's just wanted it to sound good. <laughs> uh, how are you, Karen? I'm very good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you, got and, all uh, you got the winners picked out for us today? Yeah, I've got three bets for us. So I think Carrots is close to the, the money today and good value. Yeah, well, that rustic steel's looking at twelve dollars the win and four dollars a place. Yep, that's good value. We got some cherries for you, Swanee too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be up. How far are you going offshore today? <laughs> Not far enough, obviously. Uh, well, we're having a good day today. We're going up to Kieran's. We're going to sit on the balcony, overlook the Maruchi River, throw a shrimp on the barbie. Um, I'll do some prawn cutlets too. We managed to get some uh, uh, cooked and green prawns uh, from our friends up at uh, Tim Can Bay. Uh, it's the one Coles reject, but uh, $15 a kilo. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, yeah. No, nothing wrong with that. Five kilo lots of that. So I'll throw some of those out this morning, make some prawn cutlets up, and we'll put some bets on and We'll go and uh, we'll. Annoy Kieran. Hey, Swanee, what, what's the process you use to thaw the prawns? Do you put them in a briny water or how do you do them to bring them back? I just put them uh, in a bowl. Yeah. the cold water run over it. Okay. You don't put any salt in there? No. Nah, nah, just just, uh, just let them pour out naturally, in, well, in the water. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they come up all right. Beautiful prawn. Yeah. Yeah, okay. $15 a kilo, you can't go wrong. You've got a bit of size to them? Oh, yeah, that's going back 15 years, 20 years ago. That's right. And they are big prawn too. There's some monster prawns in amongst them, make beautiful cutlets. Anyhow, everyone's salivating now. I'm going to do a bit of a fishing report. Yes, please. Yeah, well, um, we've had great weather all week. Uh, Just the light nor'east is blowing, and uh, uh, I don't think Jasper's going to worry us. We might get a bit of a swell out of it next week, but... 
down here. Everyone knows that those cyclones knows they're unpredictable. So anyway, the all the models show that it's going to go somewhere up off the Queensland coast, uh, north of us, well north of us. But uh, yeah, get out today is going to be the best day. Um, but oh, during the week, there's been some really good catches uh, out on the hards off uh, uh, off Caloundra. The uh, yeah, plenty of uh, plenty of bottom fish. Uh, the pearl perch, big pearl perch, um, snapper, uh, tuskies. Um, those that made it out to Barwon Banks found big pearlies and, and uh, some really nice slap snapper. Uh, the close-in race of Fish and Well too. Someone posted on Facebook, but I think it was off somewhere near the blinker marker. Uh, they had a really good catch. A mixed bag of mahi-mahi, uh, uh, mackerel, pearl perch, snapper. And, yeah, um, but all the fads are just absolutely going gangbusters with mahi-mahi uh, at the moment. Um, there's two methods. Live baits is pretty about the best method, but if you haven't got any live baits, chop up some filchards and just shot a heap of burley in. Go keep throwing a heap in and then... Uh, uh, slip a half billy on your line, unweighted line, and just throw it out and let it float amongst the bill. The burley, you'll get yourself a feed of mahi mahi. Might as well use it. They, they put the fads there for a reason to try and take the pressure off the reef fish, uh, and they are a really good eating fish. So they are really worth trying, and good sport fish too. It's good, good fun to catch. Uh, there's a few marlin kicking around too. They're starting to improve a bit uh, out off the marlin ground. The beaches, uh, there's. Uh, plenty of dark and whiting at the moment. The size of the whiting, uh, just keep an eye on it. Um, they're not, uh, there's a few good fish in amongst them, if you can get past the dart. The Maroochee River's fishing pretty good at the moment. The flathead have flowed up a little bit, uh, with the exception. There was one really nice 90-centimetre fish taken at, at the mouth of Utilo Creek during it on a big, soft, white, soft plastic. Uh, it was uh, in the middle of the week. Someone caught that one. Um, plenty of mangrove jacks, of course, at this time of year. Uh, live baits or, or lures. Uh, awful lot of trevally in the river, too. Um, they're taking lures and live baits. Um, my money, get yourself, get over the weed beds and, and get yourself, catch yourself a few garfish. Um, just with a little float and a, little, and a number 10 long shank hook and a little bit of bread, early up. Get yourself a few lines if you've got a live bait tank uh, on the last two hours of the run up and then fly down to the mouth of the river and uh, anchor up there and uh, put some live gar on and you'd be surprised what you'll catch down there on live gar. Everything loves it, as everyone knows. Uh, uh, anything from jewfish to big flathead, so that's worth a try. Uh, the crabs are a little bit quiet. I haven't had the pot in this week because I um, haven't had much of a chance, but I'll put it in next week and see how we go. Uh, yeah, they've been a little bit quiet, but if you get out in the river and, and really work hard, uh, you get a couple of blokes, you've got eight pots, you can uh, work it hard during the night time and you'll get yourself a feed. Yeah, generally that's about it, fellas. It's uh, yeah, a bit there for, for everyone. Um, sounds good. Enjoy it now before uh, school holidays over Christmas. It's going to get crowded. Uh, yeah, we went down to Chambers Island, just down the river here uh, with young Jay and, and his family. And uh, on Sunday, and I just 
many people around, but it's good to see all the kids. Every kid had a rod in his hand. Uh, good to see. But yeah, catching a few small uh, whiting, a few small rim, keep them interested. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's going to get busy over the next month or so. So get out and do it now. Okay. Thanks, Twenty. Thanks, Yvonne. You have a great day. Well, sorry for me today. Looking up with these suits, buddy. <laughs> well, you were the one who told hey, me you had uh, prawns. Hey, Yvonne. Do I have to go and get a bottle of red? Well, you better bring something. They're supplying the prawns. B- bottle of scotch, yes, please. Bottle of scotch, there you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tell him to bring the cherries. <laughs> a bottle of Shivers XV would be nice. It's time you went, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kieran. See you, Swanee. See you, Evan. We'll take a break, Mr. High Titan Strip Network. <laughs> Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit license number 535100. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there free of charge turning miles into minutes so please support the work of angel flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some 
2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide with Alan Grant in the studio. Kieran online. We've got, uh, let's get into Jarvis Bay. Greg Reed. good morning. Ah, uh, morning. How are we? We're good. How's the weather down south? It's good for the vegetables and it's good for the fish. <laughs> to start. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a, uh, you know, it's just, just been all this stormy weather. Pretty much up most afternoons. There's been a bit of a sprinkle or two, but today we're just, yeah, northerlies uh, or strong nor'easters. It'll go west, I reckon, round about oh, sometime between 11 and 12, and then round about somewhere 12, 1 o'clock, suddenly change. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get out early this morning, uh, particularly if you want to go boating offshore, but uh, if you're going to be doing that, you want to be keeping your eye on the sky because she'll be back in quick this afternoon. It wouldn't surprise me if we get 30 knots plus today. 30 knots, that's perfect. Double reef, out I go. Yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Yep, yep, warm day today. And classic suddenly buster situation, but yeah, pretty much just stormy weather at the moment. So um, we've had a fair bit of rain, which has been pretty good. It's fired up, fish. Um, they're, they're really liking it. Like, particularly in the basin, like the run of Dewey's this year is just, yeah, it's, it's pretty epic, actually. Uh, been a lot of crews getting amongst it. Um, but those understand the sound of technology, know how to read the sounder, and it's probably fair to say that the soft vibes have been uh, the, the weapon of choice um, from a whole bunch of companies. Um, small soft vibes around about those 75 to 85 mil uh, range have been uh, accounting for most of the Jewies. And a lot of them are not real big fish, but they're probably those those post-flood spawn fish from, uh, you know, the wet the last couple of years. And, you know, you can get a metre jury these Dewey these days sort of grow to a metre around about four years, so they grow pretty quick and they eat pretty uh, voraciously. So uh, it's all light tackle stuff in the basin too. You don't need heavy gear. Um, most crews are only fishing with sort of six and maybe 10-pound braid, um, anywhere between 8 and 12-pound litre. So it's pretty light tackle. If you hook one in the basin, you just back the drag off and um, you wear them out eventually because by the artificial reefs, and there's really not much to get snagged on, a uh, whole lot of nothing, and they're just sitting underneath all the bait schools. And uh, funny enough, the, uh, there's been really good uh, captures of flathead, actually, underneath the bait schools as well, out in the middle of nowhere. Well, when we say that, like the basin is just basically an open an open lake with no structure. So the, the bottom is basically just sand. So wherever that bait is, it's a classic scenario. Find the bait, uh, find the fish. But um, shallows are fishing really well. Um, the whiting are definitely on the chew. So if you can get those sunny days um, up and over the sand flats, um, your smaller pencils definitely accounting for whiting. Um, oh, it's going to be bugger why people still use worms for whiting when it's so easy to catch one on a lure. Um, it's ridiculously easy, but you just you probably do need a lesson first if it's if it's not your go-to method. But three or four pound braid, or, or really light braid, um, four pound leader, and a little pencil uh, style lure are the best. And basically, it's just like uh, hammering a nail into a wall, just constant um, shaking of the rod tip and a constant winding at the same time. Some would liken it to rubbing your belly and patting your head. Maybe it is. What sort of retrieval speed? Uh, consistent. Consistent. Consistently fast, consistently slow, consistently medium? Uh, my saying is no wobble, no gobble. 
Yeah. Um, so what you want to do is you want to get that lure, particularly the little pencils, just walking from side to side. So sometimes you're speeding up as you're watching, and visually it's a very a, a visual way to fish. Um, you absolutely need a good pair of sunnies. So the thing with whiting is you, you keep the lure moving, whereas you, with brim, for example, you move the lure, then, then you pause it, and they eat it on the pause, whereas if you pause it with the whiting, majority of the time the fish swim away. Okay. I mean, the odd one will eat it, but you basically just got to keep the lure moving. Um, so as long as that lure is moving from side to side, and, and um, you know your your hand that's shaking the rod, basically I almost put my um, whoa, I didn't stop my, my pointer finger on the rod tip and actually just sort of just sort of pretend I'm actually hammering you know that that sort of constant um, backwards and forwards uh, notion with your hand, and uh, yeah, turn the reel, and 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 the best bite is in the middle of the day. Generally, when it's sunny and um, it's really windy, so there's no gentleman's house for that. Like it's, well, it's one good thing I like about where I live is so you, you can go down the middle of the day and catch three or four whiting and be back home in 45 minutes. And they're a good um, food. And it, yeah, it's, it's and you know whether it's the bite's on because it generally happens uh, straight away. So flats are good for that at the moment. Um, plenty of brim in the flats for once again your small pencils, small lures, and, and even poppers. Um, although uh, the big tail is sort of lurking on, on dawn and dusk. Um, beaches are fishing pretty good. I know number one son, he's discovered micro-jigging at the moment. Um, so everywhere we're going around the bay, it's basically six-pound braid once again, eight-pound leader, and throwing these 20-gram micro-jigs oh, 70 metres maybe out in the bay and just micro-jigging um, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, from slimy mackerel, uh, trevally, brim, uh, flathead, salmon, tailor, all, all the usual species. But uh, inside Jervis Bay over the last couple of weeks, uh, when we had the flood the other week, most of all the little creeks have broken out. Um, and there's quite a few of them. Um, so there's a fair good amount of bait um, in the shallows right around the bay at the moment. The water's recovered pretty good. Um, the squid are still going pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the shallows are definitely producing at the moment. Although uh, we, we still have had reports of um, early se- season marlin actually making their way into the bay as well. The East Coast current is pretty much roaring out the front at the moment. Um, so pretty it, everything's on the cards at the moment. It's all, all about just, you know, the majority of the time down here is just picking that weather window. So offshore is going to be a bit... Uh, a bit uncomfortable as that nor'easter picks up throughout mid-morning, but um, if you're going to, if you want to get offshore, you want to get offshore pretty early. Um, and uh, inland, um, you know, like the, the good thing about all the rain that we've had um, is that the bass have had uh, plenty of water in which to, to now really migrate and travel right up into the upper reaches. A lot of the freshwater systems, so there's heaps of systems as you come down anywhere really from. You know, Jerringong down to the border. Um, pick one of those um, uh, freshwater creeks that cross the highway, and, and pretty much they've all got bass. But um, you know, obviously, don't go invading people's private property. If if you want to walk onto someone's property, it's generally a good idea, particularly with the farmers, just to you know go and approach them. Most yeah, just be nice. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty decent people, you know. Like it, it's it's not hard. Just uh, go and say good day. Um, so yeah, there's there's plenty of bass in in most of the coastal creeks. Um, at the moment, the upper reaches, and um, of course, um, you can follow you can follow uh, Greg Finney, uh, Fin Dog Media. Greg's um, still a writer for Fishing World, and um, he's been doing a lot of fly fishing up in Kangaroo Valley uh, for the uh, 
what do they call them the other day? They weren't mud marlin. They were um, hillbilly bonefish. <laughs> 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 Old hillbilly bones. But, um, no, the carp fishing up in the valley is um, still going from strength to strength. And um, I think my tomatoes are too because I've got a few of them buried under the tomatoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good for you. Good. Charlie Carp, that's good. Okay, yeah. Greg, thank you for that. Pro Lure Australia. Nah, sounds good. You have a great great day and a great weekend. Yeah, will do. Thanks, Jack. Okay. See you later. Bye. Hey, Blakey, Greg, Greg, yes. We probably should send a, a cheerio to our good friend Pete Say, who's on, uh, well, was on a plane yesterday. Yes. Heading back to his boat, which um, has a bit of a um, cyclone looming down on it at the yeah, well, moment. Well, he's at Port Douglas, so yes. uh, he's, he'll be heading up the creek to... To make it fast up in the in the backwaters. The latest on Jasper is that uh, the European model has it basically the eye of the storm going straight over Cairns at about 4 a.m. on Wednesday morning. However, GFS um, has it going towards Hopevale, which is a, a little bit further north. Incidentally, have you ever seen the supercomputer uh, at NOAA that runs um, the global forecasting system, GFS? No. no. It's equivalent to something ridiculous like 69,000 home computers. It is insane the amount of data that that processes over a one-second period. I've got a a link to a um, PBS, Public Broadcasting Service, uh, thing on a couple of um, hurricanes that came in, and you get to see the computer and how the modelling works and how it predicts or tries to predict. Well, see, someone like Predict Wind, they use the five different models, which are from the different countries around the world. And And adds them up. And adds them up. You can also average them and work out what's going on. What's Um, your preference? I I use Windy, but is Predict Wind one that... Predict when the Yachties predominantly use that. It's very good because it gives you the five models and you can run them all through and see what's happening. And if you've got four models saying the same thing, you kind of think, well, that's mostly the way it's going to go. Yeah, it's probably going to go that that's way. That's right. So, yeah. And the closer you get to your day, obviously, the, the, the better uh, yes. the forecast is. But well, they go out to about 10 days. Yeah. But at the end of the at the end of the day, this is you know it's the weather. <laughs> You're never going to get it right, even if you have a cunning plan. That's the one. Now let's go up to Duff Salaman debate and tackle and speak to Baldrick. Morning, Tony. Morning, gentlemen. How are we all? Not We're... bad yourself. Yeah, no, good as gold, mate. Cracking day here this morning. Anyone that's not out fishing are not real serious about it. I agree. So we haven't got any of that. Uh, wind that you guys have got down there I think. Have you got uh, a fairly blowy down your way? It's going to blow during the day and then it'll swing around to the south tonight but it's, you know, 20 to 30. Yeah, at, okay. At it the moment it's calm though, too. Yes. dropped right off here this morning. So. Yeah. As the but, heat comes uh, through we'll get the wind. Yeah, of course. Oh, well, yeah. That's the weather. You can't predict it properly anyway, can you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, look, Generally around the bay, everything's sort of on the chew. Plenty of nice sand whiting coming off the big beaches. Uh, not that I've had a chance to go. It's too busy, mate, with uh, the jolly red fella turning up shortly. Yeah, but um, plenty of uh, nice whiting off the beaches, flathead in, in the bay and also off the beaches as well. Um, still plenty of ludric around um which I think that they're there all year, but we tend not to target them during the warmer months. We change to a different species. But for those guys that are really keen, they're still getting them uh, off the main break wall, uh, the anchorage, all around those areas there. 
uh, talking of the main break wall, some nice uh, jews been taking off, taken off there. Uh, best in the evening, uh, I think, leading into the dark or very early of the morning seems to be the go with them. Uh, not a great deal of success in the middle of the day, but um, all in all, really good up here. Okay. So, um, I had to go and get something to eat. You guys talking about uh, sausage rolls and cherries. And <laughs> oh, they're they're in the <laughs> oven. They are in the oven. <laughs> they, they are in the oven as we speak. I'm getting photographic updates from Ron. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll keep me on on that. Uh, as I said, you make me hungry, mate. Matty hasn't been down to bring me bacon and egg roll yet. So he's a bit slack. He is. So I'll have to give him the hurry up. Yep, that's uh, the one. But, uh, Okay. Generally uh, pretty good around here this week. Uh, the weather's been a little bit more stable. Um, water's warming up. Uh, actually quite warm. Uh, it's well up over 20 degrees. So it's uh, it's ideal for a fish. Um, yeah. Okay. A Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle. Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. Coles Express Service Station, 498 207 Yep, that's it. You nailed it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Tony. Okay, guys. Bye, Tony well. from Duff's. And um, we'll take a break. Listen to High Tide, the Super Network. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. How dare they release those murderous criminals onto our streets? That's a joke. They had a very clear idea that this was possibly the decision that the High Court was going to hand down. Brent Bultitude. Well, they're guilty of being reactive rather than proactive. Well, the government goes off on their own tangent, and then all of a sudden they disclose it to you and I. And then we go, wow, well, I don't agree with that, but it's too late. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406-671359. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The Black Book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing visit the dogs.com.au gamble responsibly hi i'm patrick dangerfield how good is getting out on the water but what if something happens to your boat or jet ski you want to know that you can count on your insurance that's why i choose club marine boat insurance by people who know boats club marine is australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience so if you're looking for flexible cover options exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service look no further get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with club marine available at clubmarine.com.au read the pds to see if this insurance 
clearance is right for you. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSupernetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle to... Welcome back to High Tide. Alan and Grant, the studio. Kieran online has been very quiet this morning. But let's go up and speak to our cyclone expert, Mr (laughs) Paul Burt. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, boys? We're good. Where are you off to this morning? Uh, Sunrise uh, weather crosses. (laughs) Not weather, but just sunrise crosses. So uh, I should be on air. I should be there in about... 14 minutes, on the on air in about 15 minutes. So anyway, it's a bit of fun. We'll get there. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> That's so do you good. get a fish between between updates? Yeah, mate, uh, I do. I, I got my surfboard with me, so I'll probably go for a quick wave. Well, we've seen you rescue people. We've seen you rescue people in the surf anyway, so we'll just give you a rescue yeah. board. You can go out and put a little cap on and, and, and show us how it's done. We've seen how we tried to rescue a duck yeah. as well. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a bit of fun. Should be all right. I think uh, if Greggy Reed was up here, he'd be having a bit of fun. That's for sure. He likes his surfing. That's good. Now, what, what's your latest take on Jasper? Mate, um, I, I think uh, I think it's going to sort of probably drop out a bit. Now, you're saying it's going to sort of go to that Cat 4, Cat 5 potential, and then it's going to uh, sort of, you know, pretty much just extinguish itself as such. But then these things do pick up a little bit more just before they make landfall. So, mate, um, Willis Island's a place you don't want to be at the moment. No, um, no. They've, no. They've, they've evacuated everyone from out there. Back at, you know, there's only four people to command weather station. So uh, that, that's, um, that's, yeah, that's, that's vacant now. But that'll be, that'll be uh, decimated, I'd imagine, if you've got you know, 250, 300 km an hour winds pushing across it. So that'll be a, a hard one. But look, at this stage here, it's anywhere, they're saying anywhere between Cooktown and Townsville, but... Um, it, it's such a, a system that's been going for such a long time now. Like, we knew about this a week ago, that it was starting to form, and then it's all formed throughout the week. Uh, and then it's, uh, you know, we're still looking at a landfall next Wednesday. Yeah. So, you know, it's a long way away. Uh, and, and the technology these days, knowing the, the, you know, the sea surface temperatures and all this sort of stuff, that you can actually work out, you know, hey, this thing is building, it's going to grow, it's going to churn, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, it's a tough one. Innisfail looks as though it's in that in that line, and if they've just come off the last two, they're still recovering, so they don't really need it. No one needs it. But one thing that does do is, uh, it, you know, when they hit the land, obviously the engine stops turning because there's no more um, no more ocean water, but uh, it turns to that low depression and drops a lot of rain. And, and I think that's something that may happen 
know, obviously uh, come Thursday we'll see a lot of rain pushing in. And whether that travels further down the east coast of Queensland over the next two weeks is a possibility as well. So, um, you know, we'll just uh, keep a close eye on it. But obviously it's, it's, it's um, coming in with big tides uh, this week as well, some really big tides. So, you know, if you're getting... Uh, if, even if it drops down to a cat, back to a Cat 2, Cat 3, it's still going to be, you know, winds in excess of 150, 160 okay. kilometres per hour. Yeah, so it could still be quite nasty, but a little bit, a uh, little bit early still to uh, to tell exactly where it's going to push into the uh, Queensland coast. Okay, won't affect the fishing down south where you are. No, no, too far away, mate. Yeah, too far away. Like if it was out towards New Caledonia or Vanuatu or something like that, we'll get more of an east northeasterly swell. Uh, but at the moment, given it's so far north. You know, we, we we don't feel the effects of it. The only thing that we, we will see out of this thing will be potential. Uh, uh, you know, uh, if anything, rain. maybe a bit of rain. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's still a couple of weeks away. Nothing nothing like Cyclone Debbie where it, it came in, uh, you know, over Bowen and then uh, and then and with Sundays and decimated all those places and then came down. Dingo Beach was, was pretty much gone. But, then, you know, then, then that rain event came all the way down the East Coast and, and did a lot of flooding. But it also brought a lot of wind with it as well. Um, it wasn't a cyclone when it hit the land. Uh, people still say it was Cyclone Debbie that did it. wasn't. It was uh, it was just a load of depression from Cyclone Debbie. Uh, but you know this thing here is not looking uh, like that at all. Uh, it yeah. may just break up, and then obviously we'll see uh, a, a little bit of patchiness coming through. In a couple at of at times. what we'll stage that. do they downgrade it from a cyclone to just a weather event or just a downpour type of thing? Two. Yeah, it's got to get under under that sort of. I think it's uh, under that sort of hundred and twenty odd nine kilometre per hour okay. wind strength, yeah. something like that. Which is still a lot. Yeah, I oh, still still a lot of wind there, Blake, and you know as well as I do, mate. You you, you can be out there in a storm, and you'll have you know sixty or seventy kilometre hour wind gusts come through from storms and stuff, and that's enough to knock the top off a wave. Yes, and, and create. Uh, you know, so when you get over that forty knot mark, generally the top of the ocean becomes a little bit more just like streamlined yeah. whitewash. Yeah. Um, you know, and and uh, and it can be it, it, if it's prolonged at that duration of wind, then obviously that's when it starts because wind makes swell. That's when things start to get a little bit too hairy. But if it's just a gust, you know, you put the nose of the boat into the wind and uh, and hold on. But at the moment, you, you definitely don't want to be doing that out there. No. Okay. How's the fishing been down on the Gold Coast? Mate, the blue swimmers have been absolutely red hot. Um, there have been so many sand crabs around. It, it's amazing. Um, and, and it's great. And, and so they've been up around the older shots, uh, Crab Island, uh, the gold banks and green banks at the jumping pin. All of the southeast is just, you know, even down in the Clarence River. I was talking to a, a mate of mine from Tasman Star Seafoods. And he was saying that they found white spot in one of the prawns in the lakes down there uh, in the uh, in the farms. Yeah, not cool. So they've stopped all of the. That was on uh, Palmer's Island, I think. But so they stopped the uh, the river prawning because all the beam trawlers are going down. So they've stopped that for a bit. And surprisingly, now the amount and whether it will call it coincidence, I don't know. But now the amount of blue swimmers, people are catching two or three blue swimmers on their line just pulling up their, their bait, and there's swimmers hanging off it, crabs. So whether it's just a natural phenomenon that these crabs have t- shown up now that there's no beam trawlers hanging I, I don't know. I don't know. But there's a lot of blue swimmer crabs in the Clarence. But up in our neck of the woods, mate, fishing's been great. The Trevallier on the bite, GTs and big eyes throughout the canals, throughout the lakes, throughout the rivers. The lakes, I mean, like the backwater, saltwater lakes of the Gold Coast. 
Um, and also, there's been plenty of mangrove jacks being taken. This week's been very hot, up towards that sort of 29 to 31 degree temperature. Water temps around 26, 27, so it's quite warm. Uh, ocean temps 23, 24. And also, for those wanting to have a crack for, for um, some good tailor in it, it's surprisingly, so tailor have been to the broadwater as well. You'll see them just chopping about. A uh, few queenfish out there, loads of flooded, heaps of flooded. No shortage of floodies, um, you know, and they're up again in the canals everywhere. There's a lot of bait balls everywhere, little white pillies. Um, we did some fishing up at the jumping pin earlier this week, and and all the birds came into the jumping pin where the tide started to run in, and birds came in, bait fish came in, birds started diving, and the fish chopping. So there was a big dart eating them, and there were also uh, again the tailor. There was some good tailor there, but the flooded schools sitting right on the shallow flats around them. Uh, as they came around the points of the sand flats, you just we just put the boat up and just started walking, and mate, it was it was awesome. And uh, you know, no shortage of floodies, a lot of small ones uh, around that sort of you know 30, 35, maybe 40 centimetre mark. But then you did get the good ones as well around that sort of 45 to to sort of maybe 58. So some some nice fish about. That sounds good. Okay, Paul, thank you very much for your time this morning. Can we see you step outside? Absolutely, mate. Uh, yes, yeah, so last week's show's on today, so uh, that's the encore. And uh, that one there was out there fishing for snapper, float lining for snapper. And uh, and tomorrow we've got a whole new episode on there, and that is um, uh, tomorrow we are doing some style of fishing that I'll have to let you know tomorrow morning. <laughs> I was going to say, he knows, he knows what's on tomorrow's show. <laughs> <laughs> Love your work, Paul. That's a, that's a hook if I've ever heard of it. It's going to be the biggest and best show tomorrow, but I'll tell you tomorrow morning, so make sure you're listening to High Tide. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. You have a great day. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, bye. Paulie Burt. He's a busy boy. He certainly is. You'll get him on Channel 7 in, in about five or ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. For me, and it's really cool, and we've got to give him credit too, because he'll sit there and he'll chat to us right up till the very last moment yeah um and then run off and, and do his do his weather just like it was you know no drama everything was sweet it was all planned to be which which can be a difficult thing to do multitasking kieran yes um, he is good at that i must admit i've done some stuff with him there and he's very good and he carries a little uh, milk crate so that you can stand on it and still be on the screen with him yeah, well, they're, they're, imagine him doing jockey interviews. Well, you used to do them, remember? And the jockeys, we used to have the milk crate for that. Hang on. Is that different to your soapbox? A little. Oh, okay. A little. I've got to have a bigger soapbox because I'm, I get carried away and step here and there and I can fall off it. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, swimming, summertime's here, swimming's on the cards, make sure you can swim, make sure the kids can swim. There are new swimming place called Future Swim out there, resolution place uh, around Hill. Yeah. Yep. Forty dollars okay. discount for the first hundred that sign up. First and the, you get a free trial a lesson. So uh, if you can't you, swim with the kids, can't swim, take them along. Aren't you supposed to declare um you know that you've got an interest when you, you do those commercials, Kira? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> is there an age limit on yeah, that? They're going to teach him how to swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Over seventy-five is a, uh, a free free chat. 
channel. They, they call them the uh, 100 centimetre dusky flatheads. That's the ones. <laughs> uh, that's the ones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Put him back. He's okay. too tough to take home. Okay. Hey, listen, don't forget, it's great outdoor, great outdoors day, but please keep your eye on the sky as that wind could pick up and become uh, a little difficult. Okay. Thanks, Kieran. We'll talk okay, to you tomorrow. See you later. Okay. Right? Don't forget to go to work. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get organised for staff Christmas party tomorrow. There's no problem. I'm just packing but, away my cherries. So, did you get any like Grant? Yeah. I told you the other day you need to go out to Blake's Marine, have a look at it, and then go down to his house. Okay. Safe invite him into your house for a barbecue. I'll have you know. Safe boating, everyone. Thank you for listening. Same time, same channel tomorrow. Super Network News. Israeli government has approved a ceasefire deal that will see the release of at least 50 hostages. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed the war will continue until Israel achieves all of its goals. Whenever news breaks, we are there. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has concluded his time at the APEC summit. No formal trade deal has been agreed on between nations and any deal created will not include China. Super Network News is immediate independent, unbiased. Paramedics across New South Wales are planning to take further industrial action. They're concerned that the New South Wales government is refusing to fulfil its election promise of a real pay rise. The top 1% of the world's wealthiest people produce more carbon emissions than the bottom 66%. That's according to a new report, which claims the emissions will cause 1.3 million deaths from rising temperatures. Super Network News. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Who am I? I make you laugh and sometimes cry. I'm there when you wake up and by your side each day. You can take me anywhere. I've been connecting communities for longer than you've been alive. Oh, and this year, I'm marking 100 years of providing Australians with laughs, news, sport and great music. I am Australian Radio. 100 years and just getting started. Thanks for listening.